0: Are you a pleasure finally, finally talking to you, Bob.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, up in the corner there. I don't know if he's in your corner. That's Brian Friend. We used to do a podcast together with the CrossFit Games. Yeah, me and Brian have been friends for a while. Oh, okay. Good. Good. Like no. two minutes? Three minutes? Two minutes? No, no. Actually, when y'all used to work on the
0: Games podcast, we were in touch. Serious? No, dude. Not oh, at all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so, man. So how's the mask life in California?
1: Oh God, it is bad. I'd rather I don't know no who I'd rather
0: want- <laughs> have no legs and have a mask mandate at this point.
1: Zach, say your last name for me. Rule, like obey the rule. Zach Rule. And is that, that's your dad's name? That is last my name? father. Yep. I haven't seen your dad in your Instagram.
0: He is not there, man. <laughs> no. Have you not uh, seen him in a long time? No, nah, I've actually never met the guy. Uh, uh, I was born, I was born with deformity. I mean, and it led to my amputation when I was like two. But my dad was in prison at the time and he actually had uh, never met him. He got out a couple of times, but he always went back in and uh, he died. I think he passed when I was like 10. Yeah, I think, yeah, 10, but I'm happy um so I didn't have any like videos or pictures of him like growing up and shit, to be honest with you. And I I always, I only had one picture and he was like, kind of like shooting a gun, like shooting a, a gun. So you really couldn't see his face and I wanted to uh, see what he looked like. So I went to the funeral and I'm glad I did because I actually met my, my grandpa, which is his dad. And then we got to spend some, some cool years together before he passed as well.
1: Oh, that is cool. Yeah. So when you say you're born with a deformity, what does that mean? That means my legs
0: were fucked. Uh, like uh, they looked like hockey sticks when I first came out. Uh, to be honest, there wasn't. A, I don't know what all the issues were. I just know I came out like uh, there wasn't nothing. The bionic fluid, my mom, all types of other shit was going wrong. I had a bil- umbilical cord wrapped around my waist, all sorts of stuff. And then um, <clears throat> I'm actually born. If you can grasp, if you can grasp this, I'm actually born. With the tibia, the shin bone attached to my hip and my right leg is just a regular femur without a knee or a shin. So I actually share one leg and if you would put them together and put a foot at the end of it,
1: then I'd have a full leg. Oh, interesting. Okay. so, uh, that so was like, not-
0: if, you, if you look at my legs, this one's really skinny like a wiener that's a that's a shim bone i actually I had got a, a
1: healthy a healthy wiener
0: i got a dick tattooed on it when i was like 14
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay so before i ask you how you got a tattoo when you were 14 um i had noticed i had noticed um in your pictures that your legs were different sizes. And I was like, Oh shit, that's seems kind of fucked up to amputate them different sizes, but they, but you <laughs> didn't have a choice. That's just the <laughs> way it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Man. I wish, I wish to God, tell you the truth. I, I, like I wish to God my left leg was like my right leg because it's pretty much just like a pair. It's pretty much like a paralyzed left leg. I mean, it does a little bit, but it, it doesn't really give me any, um, any like compensation when it comes to like helping me out with anything and uh i I wish to god dude that'd be awesome because like i know i'd be a lot better at uh like deadlifts and stuff like that if i had my other leg too
1: so how do you get a tattoo at 14 who does a tat you're living in texas
0: yeah um man i started getting them pretty young uh i started getting them. Well, that one in particular we were just i mean honest god we just had a tattoo shop called tattoo and they had this dude there who was tattooing and i was underage but I mean he didn't, I mean, my honest guy, like, I mean he didn't care. I didn't care. And I was like, man, when I get when I get old enough, I wanna get <laughs> when I get old enough, I wanna get my, I wanna turn my leg into a dick. And he was like, what do you mean? And I <laughs> and I was like, well, I was like, dude, it's a perfect shape of a cock, <laughs> right? I was like, perfect. And I was like, and to, and to be honest with you, if 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 my Johnson ain't pleasing here, I can just pull out the leg and I can have a threesome at one time and everybody'd be happy, right? Or two and a half some, whatever. And and his exact words, he looked at me, he looked up and tattooed my brother. He says, I'll do it for free right now if you're something to Put in my portfolio. <laughs> um,
1: imagine this. You're already compromising your profession by tattooing a 14 year old. And then on top of that, you tattoo a dick on his leg.
0: And dude, it would be, okay. So. And that guy be, I, had
1: no boundaries.
0: Oh my God, dude. Let me tell you about this. One. Okay. So my mom had no idea. My mom had zero idea growing like that. Had, you have uh, to
1: say that you have to say that.
0: Right. My mom had no idea I had a, a, a dick leg for the longest, dude, for the longest. Right. And. I want to say we were, I was in the process of getting prosthetics made, but I didn't, I didn't go about it all the way, but I was in the process of getting them made. Well, she went with me. They were like, okay, let's have you, let's have you get in your uh, boxers where we, can pl- where we can plaster you. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> it didn't, it didn't. I, pulled, I pulled it out. Uh, you know, I got my boxers. And she was like, what's that? She was like, oh my she was so embarrassed bro like there's I, like, ah, I embarrassed the hell out of my mom
1: at so you at, at, you're you're born your legs are jacked and then at and at 2 years old they decide they're just going to get rid of them right there
0: yeah,
1: you go yep yep and um what and but before then did you have, how did you move around before then basically you just crawled
0: yeah um well i i didn't have a wheelchair until I was 24 24 years old um uh, when I got my legs amputated at two, I actually left the hospital on a skateboard. And um I stayed on the skateboard, man, all the way until about 24 years old. Whose, like idea,
1: years. whose idea was the skateboard? That's some epic um, This is like the white version of um uh boys in the hood i actually kind of picture you being in movies but you'd be totally stereotyped you'd be the dude who got shot in the back and lost his legs but you'd just be yoked with your shirt off just sitting on the porch in a wheelchair have you seen that movie boys in the hood yes dude i've i've,
0: I've, <laughs> I've had i've had i i've had like commercial like they've they wanted me to do but they always wanted me to play the part of a veteran and i'm not down with that you know like i'm just like ah dude i just don't sit with me well bro i can't you know
1: like the whole stolen dollar thing well,
0: that, but not necessarily like that. They'll be having a commercial about like benefits and the VA and all this other stuff. And they're wanting to use me as a, as a picture of them, you know? And that, okay.
1: that's
0: okay. I, yeah, I agree.
2: I
1: agree. I've
0: had it offered, but like, I just, I just can't get past that. To be honest with you.
1: You want to keep it real. You, I mean, you, if it's a fiction movie, you'll play a fictional character, but you're not going to. Absolutely. Right. Like, like being I, a I was, VA my, commercial, commercial is, as, Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, but yeah! so um, you literally rode a skateboard from 2 to 24. I guess that's why you're so good at skateboarding because I saw the skateboarding videos too and I'm like, how the hell?
0: Man, uh, I did. Well, uh, I grew up on a skateboard. Like I said, I, I got one. Well, I was in the hospital for Christmas that year. And for Christmas, uh, until then, I just crawled around. Like, I just crawled around the ground. My mom would always, you know, make me do shit. She would always like, you know, she would not never put like cups down on the bottom and stuff like that. She always made me do stuff. So... My uncle got me a skateboard for Christmas, and he brought it to the hospital. And then, then I want to say the the following the following week was my release date. So you know, it, it came down to them getting my my me a wheelchair to push out, and I was like, "Nah, I'm getting on this skateboard." You know, like this is this is way cooler. And then uh, I lied a little bit though, so I had prosthetics. I had prosthetics uh, for a little bit. And until the sixth grade, and then I lost a, a piece of my prosthetics that that, he, that held um it held suction to my leg where the where the leg would stay on me. And when I lost that piece, I went to school that day on my skateboard. And sure enough, dude, we ended up playing duck duck goose that day, and I ended up just dominating duck duck goose. And. I just didn't want, process. I just didn't want legs after that, man. Like I just, you know, I just, I was, it was just, I felt like they slowed me down so much compared to what I was already doing. You know,
1: I, I lost my retainer once, you know, like it fell behind the bed and I just stopped wearing it, but you lost a piece of your leg and stopped wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> like, being in the sixth grade is just being in the sixth grade.
0: Right? Like, you're not thinking about nothing but being fast, having fun. You don't care about anybody else who, who who looks at you weird or what. You're just trying to have fun.
1: Do you wear gloves?
0: I do. Sometimes when I work out, the, the, my hands are pretty bad. So, like, uh,
1: they're, like, nasty. I mean, it's just, I mean, because you're always on your hands. They're your feet. and Yeah, but,
0: man, it gets expensive when I wear gloves, and, I, and like, they tear up super fast. So I used to, like, you know, just around every day. I would run through gloves like in like two days and I figure my skin is just tougher than those damn gloves are.
1: You should have a glove sponsor I mean, you should be littered with sponsors. Do you have any sponsors? I do not.
0: I have some, but, um, man, I just, I feel like I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of hard to get down with the sponsors. To be honest with you.
1: Well, what do you mean by that?
0: Well, I'm outspoken. I have that dumbass street fight video. Um,
1: I, I smoke pot. Yeah. But you're still a role model. It's a, it's a, a, I know it's a, it's a really well, so I went back to your, I went back in your Instagram account all the way to 2014. Whoa, really? Yeah. Your first post was June 3rd, 2014. And it's pretty, um, as a parent of three kids, I'd be so proud if you were my son, I'd be like, Holy shit. I mean, it's an amazing evolution. It's clear. Your creative is all get out. I mean, you're super duper creative. I mean, hence the penis on the, on the leg, turning your leg into a dick, but, but you're, you're obviously super creative. You definitely want to express that creativity. You're, uh, but there's also a balance of giving accolades to your peers, your humble, um, thank you it's it's a solid it's a solid evolution of of a a person on there and uh and it's and it's reputable i mean like anyone to mislook at i mean i mean you're the kind of guy i would leave my kids with you i'd let you date my sister i mean you're just a good dude you know what i mean
0: thank you man that means that actually means a lot to me actually like thank you I, i try to I just try to be a good man. You know what I'm saying? Like I, my best abilities that I possibly could be, I just try to be a good dude. And I know I got an attitude problem along the way, but and I, and it's really hard for me to hold my tongue sometimes when I feel like something's unfair. But I know that's bad sometimes, but man, I just, yeah, I try to be the you know, best role model and influence I could be. I feel like I always I wasn't always that good dude. So I kind of want to give back and show everybody you can make a difference. You know, you can you can have one life and totally change it.
2: It seems like you're uh, a lot. A lot of that was kind of instilled in you by your mom when you were really young. I, I went back and found a couple articles where she had some quotes talking about the stuff you alluded to. And Savan, you said you'd oh. be, you know, proud to be his his uh, his dad or something like that. But I think you do a lot of that stuff with your kids too. is just like not overbearing on them, but give them the opportunity to learn things for themselves.
0: Yeah, 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 man. Uh, thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, man. She's a she's a. I don't know how to explain it. My mom is a hard ass man. Uh, (laughs) She really is. She's a badass woman, man. She's worked two jobs. She still works two jobs to this day since I was, I mean, I can't remember when she hasn't worked. So she's a workhorse. She, she, um, she never, like I said, she never took it easy. She had me pump her gas when, like when she brought me to school, if her truck needed gas, I would get out and pump it. Um, I would, you know, I did chores. I, I, I washed it. I cleaned the dishes. Um, and she would always make sure that stuff was wasn't necessarily harder for me, but she knew I had to work a little bit harder to uh, to, um, you know, like sustain an independent life.
1: How tall are you?
0: Three foot three. Yeah, I don't know. No, somewhere around there. Uh, I don't like, no, reach th-
1: no, just like just like when you when you when you're yeah, just like there from there from where your your feet are, your legs are, your nubs are to the top of your head. I don't know, man. I'm gonna say like three foot seven. And do your seven. hands and do your hands clear the ground when you're standing straight up? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm laying them on the floor, I'm laying my knuckles on the ground. And how what's your wingspan? Six six. Holy shit. That's yeah, crazy. It, it is a um do you ever wake up? Do you wake up every morning and look in the mirror and trip on yourself?
0: No, no, no not at all. Not at all. Um, like
1: you're just used to it like I how never, buff you man, are. Thought, you're not like, holy shit, this is my body. I'm this, I, I mean, you're a massive man without legs.
0: No, um, man, I, I never, no, I never thought, like, take truth, I'll be dead honest with which is fine. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't view myself as different um, uh, until way later on in life, if that makes any sense to you or if you can even.
1: No, no, I get it. I didn't realize I was short until I went to college. I'm not saying you look at yourself like you're different. I'm saying like, what, what, m- One time I got a brand new car. Like, well, I got a brand new minivan when I had three kids like uh, four years ago. Right. And still to this day, when I walk in the driveway, I'm like, fuck yeah. Holy shit. I can't believe I have a brand new minivan. Even though it's like four years old, I can't believe it's mine. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, do you just wake up and you're like, holy shit, this is me. Like, look at these arms and like, look at this physique. I mean, you can't go anywhere without it being a scene, right?
0: Nowhere. Not at all. Zero. I mean, especially
1: dressed like that. Is this bad? No, no. I mean, you just are yoked as shit. You look like you just fell off the set of a prison movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I should, have, I should have answered it in a wife beater.
1: <laughs> that would have been awesome.
0: Man, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, well, it, uh, well. It's either it's either. Uh, yeah, yeah, more than likely. If I if I roll into a room, everybody's eyes cut my way eventually. Like they're like, "Holy shit, this dude is like, what the hell, right?" And I, growing, but you gotta understand I was so used to it growing up because I was a legless kid on a skateboard. So I really don't see it
1: anymore, right? You know? right? Yeah. So like I've,
0: I've kind of molded myself into being that dude, you know
1: has your personality always been, um, there, there was a post you made, which was pretty amazing. It, I wish I could remember the exact words, but basically someone was asking you like, Hey, how should I get girls? And you're like, Hey, just let your personality shine. Just turn that personality on. Did you, how yeah. did, did you learn that or does that come naturally to you?
0: No, no, it's definitely something I learned. It's definitely, yeah. Um, I was super shy growing up because I mean, dude, <laughs> this, okay, so kids are like, oh, you, you, got, you got kids are ruthless, dude. When they're, when they're like mean, they're fucking mean, right? Like, so growing up, like, you can imagine, you can imagine the girls don't really want to talk to the legless guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it's not, you know, it ain't cool yet. It doesn't, doesn't, their mind doesn't start opening up until like high school level, I feel like, you know, until like, oh, he's a normal dude, you know, he just doesn't miss and shit. So, i kind of was real shy and then um i guess puberty hit man my sophomore junior year in high school like i I kind of just like gave up on 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 trying to talk to girls and just started having fun and came out my shell started skating a lot more and just being open actually uh i got um homecoming shit like i just like turned it up a notch and then uh man, they started kind of coming to me a little bit. So that's why I tell everybody, you just got to get out your shell and be you. The sexiest thing you could be is is you, you know, like, and people are going to, people are going to see that fake shit a mile away. So you might as well just go ahead and be yourself.
1: I mean, as a kid, the white, I mean, if, if you're, if me and you were in the second grade and we're sitting next to each other in class, the only reason why I wouldn't talk to you is because I'm afraid what's going to come out of my mouth. Right. Cause I'm going to want to be like, Hey, what happened to you? So, because everyone who sees you, especially as a kid, the white elephant in the room that no one can hide is, is like, Hey, he doesn't have legs. And so people just aren't used to that. Their brain can't even like, so would you, they can't even like process it. And then on oh, yeah. top of that, look at your upper body now and your face. And I mean, you look like a model. I mean, I mean, I used to have three great Danes and I used to just stress the fuck out when I went out with them because everyone wants to like stare and ask you questions and talk to you. Well, you're like going out with 12 great Danes.
0: <laughs> okay. Let me ask you something. Yeah. So you have boys, right? Yeah. If you didn't know me, you didn't and you and your boys see me roll by and, and let's just say your boys, are, oh dad, his legs, would you let your son ask me about my legs or would you
1: When so I, we were at the we were at the beach the other day up, up on top of the stairs, this is I don't know, like a year or two ago, and there was a guy there, I can't remember, he had something missing. And one of my kids said, Hey, that that guy's missing a leg or an arm. I can't remember. And I go, Oh, go over there and ask him what happened you know? Like, yeah. Thank like, you. Yeah. Thank like, you, yeah. just go like, you're a kid, you're staring, you can do whatever you want. Dude, go over dang. there and ask him what happened. Yeah.
0: That's my biggest pet peeve, bro. It's and like, he
1: said to me, he goes, what happened? My kid actually asked me what happened. I go, I don't know. Go ask him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. it's Man. I hate, that's my biggest pet peeve is when people are like, when the kid's like, Oh, he has no leg. And they're like, or, or, or like what happened to his legs? And they're like, and they're pretty much like treating me like I'm a monster, right? Like, like leave me alone, leave me alone, leave me alone. I'm like, no, ask him because he's going to keep on. His, that mindset is going to be the same unless he hears it from me. You know, like I want them to like be cool about it. But, man, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. That that, that was the one that bugs me the most. probably.
2: Uh, people are naturally curious, but uh, a lot of things in our society have developed in a way that it's sometimes people are afraid to ask.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I imagine it would be scary too. Like, I look like I would be the pissed off, bitter, cripple guy that's like, man, the world. I would feel like right. So, I imagine it would be a ten bed and going asking me anything in the first place.
1: No, but, you don't look like that. Shut up, you don't look like right? that at all. I got a smile on my face, but a lot of people think I'm mean. Um, there's a video you make <laughs> where <laughs> you're getting off a plane. Okay, and you pretend to fall, and there's these, there's these women around you, two of them are, are, are barely capable of holding up themselves. They're probably like 30 or 40 years old, but you, and they're the ladies who push the wheelchairs. And then there's a stewardess who's in the plane and you, and you fall out of your chair on purpose. Like they, they all turn their heads for a second and don't look at you. And you jump out of your chair and land on the ground and pretend like you're hurt for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you come up with that? Who's filming that? Like, how do you, how do you do a trick like that? And and your shirt's on, you're wearing a sweater so you can see like every muscle in your body. I mean, it's clear that you're like a freak of nature, but they still like panic. They're like, oh shit, what do we do?
0: Um, okay. Like, uh, dude, okay. I hate it. I hate it riding planes just for one reason. It's because you're, you've seen uh, the aisle chair. No okay, well, if you can't walk or, and then if you can't walk or you're disabled or whatever, they put you in a, a, a little bitty skinny chair and they will you to your, after everybody enters a plane. So like, or you're the first ones or your last one. So like they're willing you to your chair and then you're kind of doing like the role of shame between all the, 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 you know, attendees in the in the plane. And one thing I I will rep for I will rep for handicapped people and I will, and I will rep for crippled people, but I don't like being that crippled. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't like you put me in that box. So I just did some shit to get a laugh out of it. Like anytime they try to put me in an aisle chair, I would just fall. And I started doing it like on a on a on a like every time I flew basis. And sure enough, like that's the one I just sold the most and was kicking the leg up in the air. And and it went nuts, <laughs> and it went nuts. And it was so cool how she reacted. She got up, she gave me a hug or whatever. Like it was really cool.
1: It was great when she hugged you. Oh my God,
0: dude. That made the video to me. Cause like to tell you the truth, eight times out of ten, they're going to get pissed off.
2: You know, that ain't funny at all. Is she just like,
0: you stinker? Like
2: Maybe some I'm, people want to see them get pissed off, though.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's funny when they do. I've had one dude, and he didn't react at all. He just like
2: <laughs> sat there and looked at me. Didn't, didn't know what to do.
0: Man, um, it's, it's a-
1: who filmed it?
0: Um, it was my buddy. He was, he was flying with me. He was right behind me. I just told him I hey, hate doing this real quick. He hates doing that, by the way. He I was going to
1: say, yeah, yeah. He did a great job. He did such a good job. Oh my
0: God. It's so funny, dude. Because like right before then, I was begging him. I said, Tommy, come on, man. They're expecting it. The people are expecting it, dude. He's like, bro, I hate doing this, man. They see me filming and I was like, no, no, dude, I got your text, dude.
1: Tell Tommy the same thing I tell my kids. I'm like, hey, we got to go in the garage and work out. They're like, what for? I'm like, the Instagram account's not going to feed itself. We need you know content. We need content. content <laughs> get, out, get out there and do some shit, kid. I, I know. I think that's something I'm like, I guess I'll just
0: put the wheelchair on and give everybody what they want.
1: Tell me about your coaching career and in, in, in only a small sliver of the account. Do I see you coaching? It's apparent you're a coach. Maybe you used to own a gym. What's the deal? Tell me, tell me the whole fitness.
0: I did. I own the box, man. Um, I own a box for three years, CrossFit uncontested baby. And, uh, I coached, uh, yeah, I did the whole, the whole gym thing. I had it for three years. Uh, I, I, you know, I, coached adaptive athletes for free I let them have free memberships and that kind of like uh, got pretty big in Houston man it got to the point where it was kind of over, overwhelming <clears throat> and uh we um I had a business partner at the time and 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 he didn't he didn't do CrossFit he kind of hated it you know, in a way and uh we bumped heads a lot man and we just had different visions of, of where we wanted to go with it and stuff like that so um yeah, I sold my shares of it and he uh it ended up closing down, like, three months later, like, after I left or whatever, because the member base went down drastically. Like, it went from, like, 100 and something members to 12 in a matter of a couple of weeks. But people that are on the outside looking in, they don't understand that the, the coach and the people you see him every day or her every day, and it's a big part of the community. So when you when you do, when you you take away that factor, man, it's almost like taking away, like, a sibling or something for those people, you know? Like,
1: so what do you expect? I never saw any men in your classes. I only saw women. Was that your specialty?
0: I train nothing but women now
1: either. <laughs> That's true. Is it? Is that true?
0: I don't, I don't, I mean, I I don't see these classes
1: guys. full of women. I don't see any dudes. <laughs> zero. I have zero guy clients right now, Boba. You're, how much do you
0: weigh? I weigh 149 pounds this morning. Holy shit.
1: <laughs> do you know Kyle Maynard?
0: I do no comment triplet or uh, quadruple empty.
1: yeah i i think he might weigh 140 pounds
0: oh wow
1: yeah he's, yeah i think i don't want but at least i haven't talked to him in years but when he told me that i was like holy shit i had to take a step back and look at him like oh yeah you are just one giant piece of muscle
0: yeah this is definitely not my heaviest this is me getting ready i mean as much as i can for the open i guess you know since I got the whole adaptive part, whatever. But, um,
2: Are you doing the open? I am yeah. doing the open. I was going to ask you about it. I saw you were signed up, and it's the first time that you've signed up in uh, five years, I think. <laughs> now, I why is
0: that?
1: Not why is it the first time in five years, but why now?
0: Yeah.
2: Uh,
1: like I'm not signed up. Are you signed up, Brian?
0: Well, because of COVID, and I'm pretty sure we won't have. I, I didn't like. I didn't like doing the open because there really wasn't no point for cripples to do the open. You know, let let's just face it. Like there really wasn't nothing to win or gain or anything. Like, and there wasn't any workouts, so we'd have to adapt them to like our. So like I did them, but um, I just had. I would I would do them. I just wouldn't plug in the scores or sign up for it. You know, I would do it like that. But uh. I felt like I got too wrapped up in competing and, and not why, like not the love of, of what was happening. Like, you know, like CrossFit is way more than that dumbass competition stuff to me. And I just felt like I got caught up in trying to compete, compete, compete instead of like trying to pay it forward to the next person and show everybody what this has done for me, you know?
2: My, my perspective is that the, the competition aspect of CrossFit is, uh, is exactly where it's meant to be in the 100 words of fitness, is that it's the last piece of the puzzle. It's the regularly play and learn new sports and that the, the sport of fitness actually was a natural evolution out of the methodology. That's why I participate in the, in the Open. Well, it's like,
0: I don't know if the new, the new CrossFit goes hand in hand with the old method- methodology at all, kind of.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a good, we're, well, we're we're about to find out, right? I don't know if it does either. That's a great point. I don't,
0: I'm not I'm not saying anything. I'm not trying to throw anything out there, but no. like it it looks
2: it is it's just so weird now, man. Like I don't know, it just it ain't the same. It doesn't mean that we can't you know, that we can't hold to some of the tenants. You know, just whatever HQ is doing in the direction they're going is one thing, but the, those of us that are in the community, which is is the you know the the bread and butter of of what the sport this the methodology anything you like about it is us people that do it every day people that eat a little healthier that exercise regularly that vary their movements that are making themselves better people it
0: is it has helped me dude a hundred percent like it is it has helped me it has helped me transfer from my chair to my truck a lot easier it has helped me learn how to get around on my hands More some, some, some significant like just just being better all around like and moving my body dude like I was such a meathead at first that like I, I really was like I had you know I just didn't have no flexibility and I just was like terrible man so like it's changed my life and it's also like it also kind of like give, gave me like the new um the new spark to like the fitness game when I needed it you know what's your what's your bench
1: press Zach the most I've ever done yeah 501 pounds. And what's the world record for, and what was your body weight at that? 53 pounds. 153 pounds. And what's the world record for someone bench pressing 501 pounds at that weight?
0: Um. There's one other dude who has more than me. I got the world record for that federation, but to be the all time world record holder, I'd have to do 527.
1: Oh, at that same weight,
0: well, I could go up a little bit. Actually, I could, I could, I could weigh up about eight more pounds, and eight more pounds on me looks like twenty pounds on me because it goes all here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! Um, are you healthy when you bench press five hundred one, or is there a compromise there? No,
0: yeah, not at all, dude. Like I was, I, I mean, I was. I guess I was. I just wasn't in shape. Like I was. I was losing a lot of flexibility and I was eating every second of the day, man, just God bless. I was eating every second of the day. I just, I was getting to the point where I, and, I, and it wasn't good stuff either. I mean, I dude, I would literally have chocolate milk two or three times a day just to get the calories in me to be, you know, strong, and pick up that weight. So to say I was healthy, definite. No, I feel way healthier now. And my strength hasn't deteriorated that much from it, you know, and I wouldn't, and, and I do a lot more cardio.
1: You did four Oh five for three this morning, or at least in the video. Mm-hmm. I like it. How you look up at the board. Let me see.
0: Oh, no, I look, I still
1: on that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Zach, how old did you say you were? I am 31, my man. Oh, okay. So you're still, you're like right in the middle of your prime. I'm, I'm prime time. Yeah. And, and do you have a day job?
0: I, I train people and I and I work a night job, a filter company, a chemical plant filter company.
1: Did you get to sleep at that job?
0: Very rarely. Oh damn. Very rarely, I tear down. You know, like uh, big, like filters, like big uh, chemical plant filters. I just tear those down. I sew them back up. And I weave in the wire.
1: Sounds like something you do in Texas. Yeah, baby. Do you have fitness goals, Zach? That... Do like, I o- like, like. Obviously, five hundred one was a goal, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have a new goal?
0: I do, and I hit up Dave Castro, and his his dickhead didn't get back to me yet.
1: That's a, that's a theme with all my podcasts. Dave Castro is a dickhead. Go on.
0: <laughs> awesome. now, okay, so I do have a goal in mind, and I've actually talked to um, Kevin Ogar, Stoudy about this because uh, I don't think Dave would really even know, but you know is. Uh, you know that dude who, um, or that two guys now, I think two, maybe three, I don't know, um, that that uh, did a 500-pound back squat and they, and they ran the sub five-minute mile? i reached out to Dave and I wanted to know what the equivalent would be to a, a wheelchair athlete pushing the mile and doing a bench press in the same, like, hour or whatever, like, day. It was it an hour or day?
1: Uh, I think there were two different versions. I th- Brian, do you know? There was a back oh, squat man. and a deadlift or something?
2: Originally it was to do it in one day, but then there was a guy who did it in five minutes. But,
1: but he, but when he did it, he deadlifted it, right? The five minute guy deadlifted oh, that and was the guy the deadlift. who did it in the day did the back squat, Adam. Clark? Oh, dude,
0: the dude did a back squat. and Wow. Well, anyways, Dave never reached back at me, but I eventually asked Ogar and you know, I was, Hey man, what do you think? Like the, you know, like the equivalent would be to, to an adaptive athlete. And we came up with a six, a 630, a sub 630 minute mile and a 425 pound uh, bench press. So I'm, I'm going for that. As soon as I get my new sports chair, I want to try that. And if I don't get it, that gives me something to work towards, anyways. You know,
1: I saw on your Instagram that there was a workout and it said sub six minute mile. Mm-hmm. Did you, you can push a wheelchair a mile in six minutes? Uh, close to it is that what do you crash doing that? Like all the time, all the time. So around the turns,
0: um, mainly in the trails because, uh, they got like little like dips and stuff. And then, so I'll get going to where, you know, I'll just, I'll have like, I have a, a ratchet strap and I'll have my, my dog leash like attached to a strap so I can get down and push on my wheels so he kind of helps me and we're flying, dude. We look like Santa Claus and some damn reindeer. We're we're flying through the trails and every now and again, you know, he'll have like, he'll be pulling me and I'll hit a dip and I'll just fly out my chair. and Everybody will come to my rescue and shit, but that's embarrassing.
1: Has, a, has anyone ever thrown you out of your chair? I've gotten punched out of my chair. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That suffices. Let's hear that one. How do you get punched out of your chair?
0: How did I get punched out of my chair? Well, did you, was
1: it a, was it a face shot? Did you see that? Did you see that, that fight video? I you have did? not seen it. No. You, oh, thank God, dude. You probably. <laughs> <if> you, <laughs> I'd have cancel the podcast. Fuck this dude.
0: No, no, no. I was actually, I mean, dude, like it was the worst at the time. Okay. I'm coming out this ball. You can do it after this or I'll send it to you on Instagram. Whatever. I'll send it to you. Uh, it's only like a 20 second clip, but I kicked this guy's ass. Um, I'm on a date actually, dude, and I'm coming out this bar and this is on Veterans Day of all things, dude. So you know they think I'm a a wounded vet in the first place. And I'm coming out and this dude, I get my wheelchair. We gotta go down steps. So I had my wheelchair on my on my back and I was like kind of jumping down the steps. And I get down to the end of the steps and I put my wheelchair down. And when I get in it, this son bitch sits in my lap and he starts twerking his ass and then in front of his friends, trying to be cute in front of his buddies. And, uh, I got real pissed off and I, I slapped his ass and when I slapped him, he kind of fell off my lap and he turned around and he like punched me and when he punched me. I fell. And then after I fell is right when that video starts that you'll see shortly. And, um, yeah, all hell broke.
1: It's bad news. If, if those arms grab someone, huh? Those hands and arms that you got, it
0: was, it was, it was, it was a, it was a good, it was a good little fight, man. Uh, I, I hit him. Uh, he got knocked out pretty quick. But uh, we both got handcuffed, and we were sitting there, and the cop was like, you did this? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, uh, oh, yes, sir. And he was like, damn. And then that, that dude was kind of drunk or something, so he kept on trying to, like, uh, get the handcuffs, like, like you know, from out of his legs or whatever. And I'll never forget, the cop says, if you don't quit doing that shit, I'm going to put him in the back
1: seat with you. <laughs> <laughs> Was your girlfriend pissed? Like she, like she's upset because you scared her. And is that the last date you went on?
0: That was the last dude. That was uh we broke up shortly after that, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, but she didn't want because the girlfriend I had at the time been knowing me since high school. So she's seen me in a lot of little scruffles and stuff. So when that happened, she was like, you know, you're just good at hurting people. And you know, she's mad.
1: And that was it. It's, it's amazing. It, it's amazing. All the stupid shit that, you, and, and now you obviously are, um, have fun with it, but the twerking on your lap is is a little too far, but it's amazing. Some of the stupid shit people say to you, like, I like the post where the lady said to you, Oh, I know exactly what you're going through. I was in a wheelchair for three months. I broke my ankle. <laughs> and, you're, and You're like, yo, bitch, if I had a hammer, I'd back slap you with it. And I was like, "Dude." Oh. <laughs>
0: I've had an old had an older woman come up to me. She says, "She said, I forget, but I made a post about this one too." So she she said something. Oh, she said, uh, "You military?" And I said, "No, ma'am. I was actually born like this." She says, mm, "Horrible way to live, huh?" And she walked <laughs> off. <laughs> Straight, savage, bro. Like I just like was like, "Oh my god!"
1: Like wow do you do you do you mostly keep your mouth shut when people say that or do you say something back like hey you want to sit on this dick or yo fat bitch come back here like anything like that or is it i
0: said i said something one day when i was super young dude and uh and then i just like from from then on there's kind of like and I just let it slide off, dude. I mean, I fuck with people bad. Like like if I'm getting on a bus or something, somebody says, Hey man, you need a hand? I'm like, no, nah, I need a leg, dude. Like, you know, oh I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll mess with people like That's that. That's good. But, but if somebody just says something savage like that, I just kinda like let it go, you know, because obviously I don't know what they're saying sometimes. Right. Like I, I don't feel like they, they don't they don't understand how rude it comes off sometimes.
1: Um I used to hang with uh Greg Glassman a lot like every day for 15 years and he had polio as a kid. Uh, right? He never and got post polio? He never got what? Post it comes back. Uh no, he hasn't. No. Nope. Oh. Um, but so he had polio and he never talked, you know, he hardly ever talked about it. Like I, since I was around him all the time and we were really good friends, occasionally I would hear some stories about it, but we, he would never talk about it. And basically it's a horrible thing for a couple of reasons. One, it ravages your body, but that's not the horrible part. The horrible part is the way people treat you. Right. Yeah. And, um, one time he told me one of his, like, the reason why he never talks about it. Cause the thing that bugged him the most is like, he'd be at a swim meet or a gymnastic meet, or he'd be at some event and someone would be like, Oh, that's really good for a kid with polio. God and, God. and that he said, that was the part that was like, Oh, uh, that was the part. Like he just, he just wanted to hear, I guess, he didn't say this to me, but my takeaways is, is he just wanted to hear, damn, Glassman guess. kid's a beast. What? Yes.
0: Dude, I hear that all the time. Man, for no leg, for no legged dude, strong as shit. Like, I'm like, why can't I just be strong as shit? Like, regardless of legs, not weight, whatever. I'm just a strong. Like, why can't I just be a strong ass dude? You know. You don't even know
1: that. any other no legged people. Shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? That's what you should say to them. How would you yeah, know if I'm strong? For I know a strong legged dude to bench, a no legged dude to bench is two thousand pounds. <laughs> and then you, you get that, and you get the
0: the the ones that are. Oh, I would do that. I could do that too. If I, if I could focus on the arms
1: all day long, I'm like, okay. You, yeah, that's okay. <sighs> oh. Dude, it's funny. So, it's, it's like people saying so many, like, um, if you, if women who say, um, I don't want to do CrossFit, I'll get too buff. And my response to them was you don't have the work ethic to get too buff. That's the last <laughs> fucking thing you should worry about. I say it straight up to them. Like, fuck
0: and, and, and I might be wrong, but here's what I've noticed is people will hate on whatever I do or they'll, they'll say is to why it's easier because they themselves can't do what I can do. Now they're trying to justify why they can't do what I can do. And I'm just a cripple boy.
1: Well, I go to your Instagram account and I see you doing muscle ups, and in the six posts I've seen where you do muscle ups, you've only done three. The max set I've seen you do is three, and I just did five. So that's what I tell myself. i don't tell—I don't tell myself. I don't—I just say, "Oh shit, I'm stronger than that dude." Are we going? For, are we going for max effort muscle ups next? Well, I just know that every week I'm adding one, and this week I did five strict. And, uh, next week I'll do six strict from the seated position. I might tell you. Okay. So oh, I'll put the oh, yeah, on I'll put the <laughs> So next week I do six. You can ke- play catch up if you want. Anytime you're at three. I'm, I've seen I'm, your I'm, account.
0: I'm gonna put the chair on me and do a six today.
1: Strict baby.
0: Oh, that's pretty good. No lie. Like I've seen you do most of your form is pretty good. Dude. You got a good turnover.
1: So it's my, it's my bread and butter. One trick pony.
2: Oh boy. He likes to tell people he has the best muscle up in Northern California. Yes. Yeah.
1: Zach, what do people, what do you know about wheelchairs that, that people who don't use wheelchairs not know? Like it could be anything. Like you got to replace the seat every six months or they smell like ass from you sitting in them or they're actually, they cost $3,800 and they're pieces of shit or like, what's the deal with the wheelchair? Tell us something.
0: they're expensive as shit and insurance doesn't cover it all. That's what I will say. It's like, I want that to be out there at the most is because people think, Oh, you just, you know, you end up in one that you just get the shit for free. No, man, they're really expensive. They're too like car expensive sometimes.
1: What, what's what's a super high-end wheelchair? Can you buy a $20,000 wheelchair? I've never
0: seen one that high. Um, my wheelchair is 4,500.
1: And what's special about it? Is it carbon? Is it fast? Is it fold- easy? To... Well,
0: mine had a, well, I'm, I'm actually sponsored by a wheelchair company, but, uh, we had a tamper with mine because I, I have a real hard time keeping wheelchairs intact. So we uh, went with like a, I think a whole inch thicker tubes. Um, everything's welded on. If it's not welded on, then I don't have brakes on my chair because brakes are for pussies and they, and they break easy. And, uh, and yeah, just like the, the little bells and whistles everybody wants, all, all this is going to do is it's going to break down on you in the first place. So find it get you a good fixed chair and and that doesn't fold up, that doesn't fold up. Them are the best, like, doesn't, don't get you a fold-up chair. Get you a nice fixed chair that's meant for you. And it's a game changer. I, wanna, I mean, I ain't never wore shoes, but I feel like it would be going from Skechers to Nikes or something.
1: Okay. And why is your chair having trouble staying together? Is it because of all the, all the takes it requires to do those, um, chair coming out of the back of the truck videos?
0: My last chair broke because I was doing a handstand on my truck and my buddy sat on the brakes and I did a front flip off of it.
1: Uh, So I've seen the video saying, and you wrote on the bottom, I know you wanted to do a brake check. You're telling me he really did do a brake check.
0: He didn't mean to, but he tapped on it. And when he did, dude, I went flying. Luckily, I landed on my wheels, but my chair was real bent after that. And I had to get a new one.
1: When you do that stunt, <laughs> are you like, oh, shit, if I land on my wrong or uh, land wrong, like, like, it, I mean, do you consider that shit going bad and, and losing an arm or doing some serious damage? What else I got to lose, man? You only got two arms, dude.
0: <laughs> no, nah, I'm playing with you. No, nah, I just, just you Chiquiola. Go for the ground, dog. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, I just, I, I, like, I like doing stuff that you wouldn't see and somebody in a wheelchair do, right? Like, that, that's, that was like my overall goal at first. It's just like, I just want to do cool shit that I haven't, you know, that I got the escalator thing, like stuff like that, you know, and then it just kind of evolved. And then, I don't know, just started putting it out there more.
1: I have to take a pee break. Go ahead, dude. Take a pee break. I'm going to talk to Brian
0: Frank.
2: Zach. Yes, sir. There's like uh, less than 50 people in your uh, adaptive division on the game um, site right now. Do you know a lot of those guys? I probably know all of them. And there's a, a massive age range. I think the youngest guy signed up is 15 and the oldest is 76.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, man. It's kind of like, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really, you know, CrossFit's really, I mean, it's fairly new to the adaptive world, too. And there's so many disabilities. There's, I think there's so many different disabilities that it would almost be, it's like, it would be really hard to, to um, make the playing fields even, you know, like, so you would have to have a lot of divisions, I feel like, to have, to actually have like a real, a real, like classified, like, like, you know, sanctioned event or something like that. And I feel like that'd be hard. But that being said, it's like, with so many disabilities, you got, you got, you had when CrossFit first started up or not first started when we first got first CrossFit every 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 uh, handicap was for itself so we would be competing like I would be competing right next to the girl who has cerebral palsy and against a guy without an arm that used going against me there wasn't like a chair division a one-arm division um, you know a standing division like there are now and that was like that was the funniest thing to me though dude because like every cripple for themselves <laughs> <laughs>
1: How, are, are you the are you the strongest? Uh, do you do you know anyone stronger than you with no legs? With no legs? Yeah.
0: Um uh, stronger than me with no legs. Uh, I know somebody around the same
1: strength as me with no legs. Is it the guy I saw on your? Um, you plugged him on your Instagram. He benched 405
0: for two or three. No, 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 not him. Um, No, there's a, there's a dude, uh, no, there's, there's paralyzed people that are stronger than me, or there's like people that are, uh, like around the world that are like beast.
1: And when you say paralyzed, meaning they have their legs, but they just drag them around.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I say it like y'all know, but yeah. So there's paras, there's amputees. amputee is just, you know, missing legs, like still moving them and stuff. A paralyzed, somebody paralyzed is usually going to be missing feeling from either the waist down or even higher, depending on their spinal cord injury. Um, and the reason i plug
1: you that really in, are lucky, you know that
0: oh, I really am I'm fortunate to be handicapped and like my handicap,
1: yeah, like I'm, you're really I'm, lucky I'm,
0: I'm really, really blessed to have less,
1: yeah, and you got and you got to keep your dick, and you didn't have to deal with and you didn't have to deal with being paralyzed, and I feel my dick, well, I mean it's only yeah. It's not shaped like a hockey stick, is it? No, no. Oh, then you're good but to go.
0: You've, you've been around a lot of tripods in your life, yeah?
1: Well, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the old yes. joke, dog. Yeah, a lot of tripods. Yeah. So so you're saying that there's guys out there who are, most of the guys out there who are super strong, they have their legs, but they're just paralyzed. Or you can think of, and I shouldn't say most, but but those are a few that come to mind.
0: I can think of a few paras, yeah, that are absolutely animals, but yeah.
1: Um, I didn't know Greg Abbott, Greg, is it Greg Abbott, who's your governor, Greg Abbott?
0: Yeah.
1: Is that his name? Mm-hmm. I didn't know, he was in a wheelchair until I was on your Instagram account.
0: Ain't no point, he's dragging his toes in the snow. Oh, he's pissing you off? You don't have a foot plate, why? <clears throat> The well, fuck that. that. don't make no damn sense. You have feet and you drag your toes
1: around. Why do not get a foot plate? <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you were talking about his politics. You're talking no. about his chair design.
0: No, I trolled Greg Abbott to the fullest, dude. I'm talking about to the fullest.
1: You mean on his account? You damn right. Has he ever responded to you? He's seen it. Oh, awesome.
0: <laughs> dude, he should call you up. Dude, I, t- and I have said out loud that he's seen it. I said, all I want is a response and I will stop. But I've had, I got a lot of pull in the crippled community and I got every handicap in the world. calling me out on that footplay. right now.
1: <laughs> you, you have quite, you probably have quite an interesting following on your Instagram account. It's like part fitness, part crippled, part kind of thug life. Um, part part motivational yeah yeah you don't feel like the thug life crew in there
0: i've been hearing that a lot more i didn't think of my own life as a thug life
1: no not your life but you attract that sort of you're kind of like a 14 year old white boy's wet dream of like who like listens to rap music you're all buff you have the tattoos you got a good twang you drive a big truck i mean you're you're you know no No, one would fuck with you you know what i mean you're kind of you got a little bit of that it's part, you got a little rapper in you. You know what I mean? Like a little, got a, little, got a little, hood in me. yeah, you got a little hood. Yeah. That's what I meant. Thank you. Some,
0: people, some you know what? I've heard this a lot, especially the question. But you also
1: like, have some, you also have some Tony Robbins and you have some, I mean, you got all this weird shit, like all meshed a little, together. A
0: little country ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> a little country ghetto is what you're trying to say, huh?
1: I don't know. I don't know the term, but, but it's, it's quite. Your comments are quite the scene. I,
0: I cannot get away from them ratchet women, man. I just can't do it, dude. I don't like them goody two shoes. I like them girls that will that they're shaking their ass and they will pick that dollar bill up off the floor without their hands.
1: <laughs> That's a great segue into um God. In one of the in one of the posts, someone asked if you're Christian and you said you accepted um Jesus Christ as your savior. Mm-hmm. And, but why? Why did you do that? Because I believe
0: did, I'm a Christian.
1: But did you have something that happened? Did you have? And then you also have a post on there about hitting rock bottom. That more heroes come out. of Is that? You, did you have that post? More heroes come out of the bottom than?
0: don't oh, no! I just, I, I just, I looked at my life. I kind of looked at my life like that. You know, like, uh, uh. I've seen um um like um okay I could say this without calling anybody out It's like you know my my parents party they they you know like so with my deformity drugs might might have been a cause to my deformity but I'm not saying I don't want anybody to like you know point a finger or bash my mom because my mom is my best friend now she's my biggest supporter and I would not be the fucking man I am today without her so whatever Whatever mistakes she made in the past, I feel like she has made it up 10 times, 20 times more just being the mom she is. So that needs to be said first. But um, I felt like, you know, like I'm I'm a a crack baby from Sheldon, Texas, dude. And now, like, I I mean, I got a little bit of following behind me. Like I made it out the gutter almost, you know? Like I feel like I I should not be in a situation. I should not be in the position I'm in. I feel like I, I, I was blessed. I am blessed. I feel like the only, and to be honest with you, I've seen addiction and what it could do to people. And the only, the only, the only way possible, I I feel like my family, my mom pulled out of addiction like that is through like the love of God, man. I just don't see how, how, how like, man, she was bad and then now she's good. Like she's a total 180. Like she preaches every day she goes to church every day. Like she's an awesome person now. And that's why I believe in God, I man. I feel like, I feel like nobody could, I mean, even I couldn't change my mom. Like, even my love, I feel like I couldn't change her, but like the Lord did. And that's why I'm a believer too. You know, like I've, I've seen the Lord's work in people, man.
1: How, how old were you when she went through the transformation, the positive transformation? 19 years old. Oh shit. Okay. So you dealt with 19 years. So your, your, your child, your, your home life was, was wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you didn't get caught up in any of that.
0: No, I definitely did my high school dropout, bro. Uh I sold drugs. I've done it, I've done the works. Uh I I've done it all, man. Um I yeah, I dropped out of high school. Um I dropped out of high school for a little bit. And I was um I would I remember I was my mom moved off for a little bit. So I was I was paying the house note on money orders because I dropped out of school, but I was paying the house note to make it look like her still selling drugs. So I did that. And I had a friend named Greg Tuck living with me, and uh, just you know to have company here. And I would, I'd pretty much like buy his uh, his school clothes and shit every year. Like, and he would help me around the house. Like, he would help me clean up, and he would, you know, help me with the roof and shit like that. So like, I did that until I was about eighteen. And then she got real good, real clean, came back, and and then um, yeah, man, shit just got good, man. After that,
1: what were you selling? Weed or coke or? Every, anything, I was, everything? I, yeah, I,
0: was selling, yeah, I was selling Coke and Ecstasy.
1: Oh yeah, Ecstasy was great. Yeah. I had a little stint with ecstasy. Not a long one, but man. Did you cool sell job, the MDMA in the did you sell the MDMA in the powder form? I did. That's I what had, I saying.
0: could. I had. It, but yeah,
1: man. I had, it, I had it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want: Seman pill, you capsule know, like, powder. Pretty It's it every you
0: like that, man. It, 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 uh, it got like that for a little bit, but uh, yeah, man. Like I said, like uh, and then um, to be honest with you, she was like, you know, like I, I you know, I want to get better, this and that, and then she said, uh, she was like, you know, I want you to move. I want you to move away from Houston for a little bit because she knew I was going down the wrong path myself and, you know, she wanted to get right and she wanted me to be right. And I moved to San Antonio for about a year. And then when I came back, that's when the whole 180 change was like, she was a completely different person.
1: Holy shit. And you got your mom back. Oh yeah. I mean, dude, even as, even as like a,
0: even as, you know, throughout like partying years or whatever, my mom was always a good mom. You know what I'm saying? She was never like a, she was never like that. You know what I'm saying? So there wasn't nothing I can really say or do.
1: And, um, do you see her every day now? Almost every day. Close to it. How close does she live to you? Four miles. Does she ask you for grandkids? All the time. (laughs) And what do you say? You got the dog. (laughs) Awesome. Do you want kids?
0: I do. I do. Um, I, I've noticed I've, I've, I don't got baby fever or anything, but I've noticed, uh, the want for kids more now than definitely in the past. You know,
1: I, d- I didn't want kids, but I ended up with three of them and I didn't that have my first one until was- I was 42
0: yeah dude you are fucking oh dude i know tons of cripple with that blue pill if you ever need it gotcha
1: (laughs) (laughs) i someone someone asked you uh, in one of the questions this is another brilliant question i it's almost like you make these up um if you had a kid would you want him to have legs
0: but duh, right? Duh.
1: But but I think what they meant to ask you is, is if you had kids, would you want them to have your penis? <laughs> I because I got three, I got three boys, and one of them got my penis, and God bless him, he's a lucky one, and the other two didn't. They got someone else <laughs> in the in the gene pool.
2: Man, got,
0: you I know, got, I got two nephews, dude. Like one of them was blessed, the other one's just like. The other, one will hate on, the other one will hate on them for having a little dick, too. <laughs>
1: like, you, won't right. reco- you won't recover from that. Never, never. never- you won't recover <laughs> from that kind of name, Colin. Uh-uh. You'll need to-, <laughs> to, to. the truth,
0: man, what was, what was weird is I noticed, like, this is probably TMI, whatever, this is a podcast, right? Right. <laughs> is, is, um, growing up, I was, okay, so I was really out there, really, like, you know, I was out there at my voice and shit like that, but I was always kind of insecure about my legs still. Because what I noticed what I noticed is when I would have sex with girls, directly after I would come, I would get the covers and hide my legs real quick. What do give a fuck about my dick? I would just hide my legs real quick.
1: And <laughs> leave your dick like up over
2: the top of the plank. <laughs> yeah.
0: but, but dude, in my mind, I thought like, okay, so for instance for instance like you've been you've been down down lonely horny one night and you thought about calling old faithful over right right jacked off one night Like, what was I thinking oh my god right like what was I thinking I, I'll never I'll never try to call her right I should have never done that well I always thought the girls were gonna feel that way about me like oh I just fucked
1: the legless guy <laughs> I don't know if girls are like that because I'm a guy, but if you're a girl and you're listening to this podcast, that story that Zach just told, look at every single man, you know, from the fucking Pope to the Dalai Lama. And they've done that. God, I should call this girl. And then you jerk off and you're like, what was I thinking? Oh
0: my God, dude, times were desperate.
1: Yeah. So you yeah. thought that you, so you thought that the, the reverse of that, you thought, Oh shit, this chick was so horny that she just fucked me. And then afterwards, when we're done, she's like, I fucked the legless this guy. Right. Cause like, man, the shit, feelings change right after you come sometimes. Um, And, and you're, <laughs> you said you're 32, 31, 31. Yeah. yeah. So that's another cool thing about getting old and having, especially if you have kids, all that shit goes away. Cause you don't have time to tend to your own insecurities anymore. You're just too busy changing diapers. Just like, as long as you have clothes on, you're happy to go outside.
0: Yeah. No, I'm dude. I don't, I don't chase it no more, dude. I, I went through my, I went through my little host spell and I'm just, I've been kind of chilling, you know, I, I got like, I got one girl I've been talking to kind of, you know, but nothing serious yet, but we'll see where it goes.
1: Yeah. Don't rush the kids. That's all I got to say.
0: Don't rush the kid. If I do, make sure he doesn't have legs. Yeah.
1: What if that, that something bitch comes with legs? I'm like, nah, that ain't mine. I <laughs> right, run. right. I don't <laughs> know what's attached to his hips, but that ain't my baby. Why did you switch at 24 from a skateboard to a wheelchair? What was the what finally clicked for you? I got in wheelchair sports. Okay.
0: Yeah, I got I got in wheelchair sports, and then to be a, a weird, we I mean, all of us all of us would go about to uh it was the first time i ever it was the first time i ever really hung out with anybody disabled other than myself to be honest with you you know like and we we would all go out in public events clubs parties whatever and then uh you know there would be 13 wheelchairs on a skateboard and i got it i'm looking up trying to hear everybody what they're saying my hands are getting dirty and you know just time to grow up eventually and i wanted to be like everybody else so i just ended up um Getting in the wheelchair and then, then uh, I kind of like was like, oh man, it's a game changer, dude. I was just so high, like I just felt like I was so tall, you know.
1: Were were you was part of that kind of like a fuck you, like hey, I'm not going to do the wheelchair. That's what all the other yeah. dudes 100%, 100%. do. Yeah,
0: hundred percent, hundred percent. Like when everybody when I, when I was growing up, man, when I was growing up, I knew about wheelchair sports because somebody told me. But like I played high school football growing up on my hands, so. When people come to me about wheelchair sports, about dude, I ain't playing no crippled ass sport. Like on, I play real sports, right? That's, that was my, that was like my mentality at the time. I didn't know how competitive it was. Like I would have never said that if I'd have known how actually I just thought I was gonna come in the mix and just dominate everybody, you know, like oh, I'm a fucking man, right? Like it's not like that at all. These people are athletes, it's just they're the same boat as me, you know? And um I just kind of took off with that dude, and then uh, stayed on, stayed on the skate. I mean, you stayed on the wheelchair, and then um, now I just could not see myself going back to the skateboard. To be honest, like man, my back could not take that. I don't think.
1: As you get older, are you feeling the? are you feeling more protective over your joints and your body at all and you've changed things up like less less stuff with kipping more controlled movement not considering breaking the 525 record on the bench press like is it has age and like your own personal longevity does that enter your brain well,
0: you're scaring me. Well, I didn't. I didn't until you just fucking said something. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought,
1: I'm like, maybe I shouldn't ask that.
0: Yeah, I no, I, I do. I'll be honest with you, I do. Um, after my car wreck two years ago, I mean, I was fine. I felt like I could have done this another 100 years until that. Then I, I, I started to experience a little bit more uh, aches and pains and, you know, like the old check engine lights on, you know. <laughs>
1: Is there, have, do you follow parkour at all, at all or any people on Instagram who do parkour?
0: I know of it. I, I don't follow anybody now. Uh,
1: Cause I was thinking like the next evolution of you, like someone who's following you now, who's like an eight year old kid. It should be like you who's into parkour.
0: Oh, I'm definitely getting a parkour. It's a French no, martial arts. You're, art.
1: yeah, you're too old. Parkour. You're too old. You're too old.
0: Parkour, uh, French martial arts to get over and around stuff.
1: Right. Yeah. It's funny. I never thought of it like that, but yeah. Yeah.
0: No, it is. That's the definition of a French martial arts to get over and around things.
1: Yeah. It's cool. Well, you know That's more weird. about like it than I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
0: look up cause, Cause like I want to know the definition of parkour. Like, like well, may, maybe, so
1: maybe you already do parkour everywhere you go. Hey, Michael Scott. We all do. Who's that?
0: You don't, you don't watch the office?
1: No. Oh, man. What a loser. Brian got it, though. Brian got the joke.
2: Everyone everyone, everyone listening will get it, too. So don't worry. Yeah. How do you not watch The Office,
1: dude? I don't. I'm too busy doing podcasts to watch TV. Uh,
0: Too busy. Stuck up Greg Glassman's ass. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Those days are over. Those days are over. I have my my whole body back now. Um, What happens? What (laughs) happens when your dog gets in a fight? um
0: he's only been in two um one was at the park which was kind of like his fault and um i apologized and it was actually a great day dude big old dog um and you know apologized and was like sorry and the lady was being like a little asshole She was like that's why you should get your dog neutered and i was like that's why your dog shouldn't be a pussy <laughs> <laughs> but anyways um yeah, he got in that one. And then the second one, I was- Did you have
1: any on. issues breaking it up? Do you have any issues breaking it up? are you just getting oh, no, mixed? No, 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 no. I'm not scared of any dog. No, no,
0: no. Uh, no, I just grabbed them. I grabbed them both by our collars and started pulling on them. Um, but anyways, um, the second one was in my neighborhood. And we were just walking around the block. And some dog came out of nowhere. And we kind of jumped him. We uh, we jumped that dog because my dog was fighting him. I jumped in and I helped my dog out what was the dog the other dog was a pit bull as well but he like came inside swiped my dog and i had to and then i had to vest on him with the leash attached to my wheelchair so it kind of pulled me in. and then i seen them like rumbling so i just started hitting the other dog too so we were jumping at somebody
1: did the owner come out not at all no And how does that end i just eventually beat the
0: hell out of him and then we and he ran off damn i know
1: i'm only saying damn that it's not on video I know it, it would have been
0: good yeah it would have been real good like I I slung that I slung that dog at least four feet over the ditch when I finally got I got a hold of his collar
1: it would have been it would have been like some channel some Fox News or CNN story a poor man in a wheelchair was him was it a dog attacked him and his dog and they were able to like, send it off
2: totally,
0: <laughs> they would turn totally turn that narrative around right like
1: <laughs> um What do you got questions? I got, I got four pages of questions. I'm just like, Holy shit. Which one should I do? Which one should I do? All right, shoot. Um, what does your mom think about your Instagram? What does your mom think about your fame, your popularity? What do you think about your fame and popularity? I mean, the account has doubled in the last couple of years, right? The account has, you think so? Yeah. I remember when you were like at 70,000 and I was like, fuck, I got more than this dude. And then like, I looked again recently. I'm like, Oh shit. He's,
2: Sixty thousand, past me. Um,
0: dude, you know what? Like, no matter what the accomplishment is, no matter like, I mean, my mom don't get it. You know, so she just, she just, I'm just her son. You know, what I'm saying like, I'm like, hey, mom, I bench press five hundred pounds. She's like, well, dang, that's a lot. You know, she don't know how like the extent of like that's badass, you know? So she don't really, she don't really get it too much, but, um, the Instagram, she, dude, she don't, she don't even, I don't even think she has Instagram. Like she don't know nothing. Everybody tells her like, Hey man, your son's like, you know, your son's kind of like known and she'll just like rub it off.
1: And, but, and you, and does your mom know, well, you don't have a computer, right? Mm-mm. And so obviously then I guess your mom, how old is your mom? She's 60. Okay. So she's still young and who does your editing for you on your social media? I do it on my phone. Really? Yeah. Damn. It's good. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Like the music choices and the funny things you do and the cuts and the edits. What do you use? Do you just use the iMovie? and, and... Yeah. Yeah. Just iMovie. Damn. And And how many hours a day do you spend on your phone? You think three, four hours? Probably four hours. And most of it talk answering people's questions. DMs. DM. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I try to answer a, a lot of DMs, especially from like other people in wheelchairs or whatever, saying that, like I influenced him somehow. Like I, I, I want to be the guy that like didn't just, you know, see it and ignore it. Like I want to reach out. Like certain governors.
1: Oh, I wish to God. That's something
0: <laughs> You didn't see my post of him in his wheelchair. He was doing to Michael Jackson.
1: I may, uh God, dude, there's, if, Hey, so you post like three or four times a day. You break all the Instagram rules. How many times are you supposed to do it? You're only allowed one a day, but you don't Why? give a fuck. I don't know. It's just the rule. It's like, just, it's in the Bible. Really? Yeah.
0: When I first started my Instagram account, I looked up how to be Instagram famous. They said post one to three times daily.
1: Oh, well shit. <laughs> What do I know? I was just the media director of CrossFit for 15 years and I got fired. So just don't ignore ignore anything I say.
0: I know you fucking, I know you've heard this a ton, but the behind the scenes was badass, dude. Like seriously. Thank you. Like, dude, like I I lived for those months. Like straight up, like I, I would I would not be a fan. And I, I would not be a, a fan of of CrossFit or probably like without those probably not not like seriously those things were badass. For me.
1: That's cool. Thanks. I had a blast making them.
2: Be, yeah, so I was, I'm kind of curious about that. And a lot of people um, often say that Greg like missed the mark with that because people found CrossFit through the the videos and the media that you guys were producing. Is that was that really his perspective or is that a misunderstood perspective of his? What, what, and tell me what that perspective is. Sorry that Greg didn't think that the media side of the company attracted people to the methodology. (sighs) I felt like he was just trying to market to the
0: the sick more than, than the competitive, you know?
1: I think that, um, I would have to sit down. I mean, obviously I know the answer to that I just want to be careful how I speak on it, but in a nutshell, I think what had happened was, is Greg had a philosophy that first of, first of all, let me start off second. CrossFit was an experiment. A lot of people think that it was a business, it was this, it was that. No, it was an experiment that a guy was running to make the uh, program, a protocol that would make people healthier, live longer and stronger than any other human protocol in the world. And people volunteered on all seven continents in like 200 countries to be a part or 190 countries to be a part of this experiment. They eventually started paying him to be a part of the experiment, even though he told them everything is free on the internet. And this, and this company built called CrossFit Inc. But it was really just an experiment. He was just running an experiment. And that's what's so amazing about it. That's why it was the most inclusive thing maybe we've seen ever on the planet, for sure in our lifetime. That's why it's ridiculous for anyone to say it's not inclusive. Just the fact that it spread so much in 15 years is, is evident of its inclusivity. It works for your body, Zach. It works for my body. It works for... Everyone on the planet, man, woman, child, dog, whatever. Yeah. So I think what happened was, is he had the saying that, Hey, we're caretakers of a national forest. We're not architects of a city. And he should have left that alone. He should have run with that. But instead towards the end, he didn't think that the media was presenting CrossFit as smart as he wanted it to be presented. And so he started making changes and, and he, and he acted to tell you the truth. He really got out at a great time. I mean, he sold the company he's rich as fuck now and the whole fucking thing is collapsing on itself and now we don't even know what it is is it an experiment is it a business we don't know what the vision is i mean it's like well, um like, like even, so,
0: adaptive, even adaptive they they put it in the open then they said like okay uh, they just said they're gonna put adaptive in the games and then they backtracked and said no we're just doing the open for the crips and I'm thinking like, dude, you already, you already hyped up thousands of handicapped motherfuckers. Like, that's the wrong thing to do, dog. You should have made sure we had something, you know, like if you're going to say something, you need to act on it. And then, uh,
2: they rattled the beehive and now all the bees are like, where's the target? I was, uh, I was, uh Zach, I was talking to a friend of mine today who is, uh, he actually qualifying <laughs> two of the adaptive divisions, but he's also found ways to be like competitive just in his age group. He's I think 44 to 49. He's mm-hmm. made the top to the last two years. And I was talking to him today. I was like, I'm pretty sure there's nothing beyond the open for you guys this year. So you should just continue to compete with other guys your age. Oh. And, you know, if, Did y- y'all see let's me? Make it work. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And you said, so he, he made he made an age gap. Then
0: what?
2: Oh, he was excited, you know, for the adaptive divisions. But when he found out that there's not anything beyond the open, he's like, well, I'm just going to continue to compete with everyone else like I have been.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then, dude, like us, like us handicaps, we've been doing that for, you know, we've always had Wadapalooza, right? Like that was like our Super Bowl for a little bit. That was like our games for a little bit was like the Wadapalooza comp. And I've done that for a lot of years. I've skipped the last two years, but um, that was like the big one. And like to show like to show like what your fitness level was or is. And then we didn't really have no other, nothing other than that, right? Like we had a couple competitions that people made, but there wasn't any like really like anything out there. And then all we, all we've been doing kind of, was just like, I mean, if you follow wheel wide, you obviously do like the wheel wide workouts and you'll, you'll, you'll match your scores compared to everybody else's, but there's not like, I want something that just to like see who the best is. Right. Like I want I want something just to, just to try before I get super
1: old. Hey, you should just enter the RX division and just modify and just enter your scores and just modify everything as you go along. Like, fuck you, you know, like I don't,
0: I don't think it'd be that hard. Like, okay. Like I've done RX competitions before, like in regular, you know, like communities or whatever. And I just did stuff different. Like, like, okay. When well they, they had, they had a fireman squad where they had to put their partner on their back and do the squats or whatever. Right. I just put my part. I let my partner sit in my hand and I pressed his dumb ass <laughs> up in here. Did he fart so on like, you? That was super hard, but like, yeah, but like I'll modify it. I'll get around it.
1: In your Instagram account, you pretty much play every single sport. Like, like if it's in there, you're doing it. Like, I see you doing everything. The only thing that I was really disappointed to see you partake in, and I'm just going to give you some friendly advice from one friend to another, you were playing spike ball. And I believe that will lower your T count um, too much spike ball. If you play more than two or three times a year, that, wow. will a test- yeah, that, will, that game will lower your testosterone level. Um, so you may want to avoid that, but all the other sports you're in there playing, I think are really good
0: man dude i've played them all but yeah i've I've definitely played them all I'm, i'm a sports junkie dude like i'm not i don't feel like i'm really just that happy until i'm just like playing something then like oh i'm just super happy i'm like a little chihuahua on crack
1: were you happy in that photo with jackie perez you look pretty happy man when was that 2015 july 25th exactly
0: Wow, dude. Jackie Perez, Miss Jackie Perez, if you're watching, we've been fucking with each other for the last like four years.
1: <laughs> Tell me about meeting Rich Froning. It, it's, it's, a, there's a picture of you with the Mayhem team. Where is that? Is that in Cookville? That
0: was Wattapalooza.
1: Okay. I didn't know yeah. they did that stuff. Okay.
0: Yeah, that was Wattapalooza. That was cool, man. Uh I mean, I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna be a fanboy because you know I don't I don't I don't like doing that too much. My buddy was my, my buddies were with me this year, that year, and they were like, bro, isn't isn't that like the, the best at, like the best, like go? And I was like, what? I was like, Yeah, yeah. And they're like, go get a fucking picture, right? Like so I, I kind of like nutted up and went and asked them for a pick, but I hate doing that, man.
1: Did he um did, was did you have a chance to talk to him?
0: No. Oh, no, but damn. Was, and I'll, I'll give a plug right here though. The, the, well, one of the coolest
1: He's really cool. He's really cool. He gets overwhelmed in crowds, but he's cool as shit.
0: Oh no, he seemed like it. He seemed like a super nice guy. I mean, he was like, he just got off the competition floor or going on the competition floor. So he'd have a lot of time in the first place. And I wasn't trying to have a conversation. I, I know how it is. I just wanted to pick, you know, just to say I met him, you know? And then, um, yeah, I mean, there, there's that, you know, but, um, it was cool meeting them, dude. Like it really was. Like I mean, dude's a G, you know. The only, the only game. I mean, the one game. I mean, I don't, I don't want to be on his nuts like this because you, you got, you're, you're doing your thing with him. But I have bragged about this is when I met Josh Bridges for the first time was at Waterpalooza and he was the most down to earth. Like he was like, and was crazy, dude. Is he? He was like, hey, dude, I know you. He's like, you just hit four oh five five for a triple in front of Miranda, right? Miranda, old, um, um whatever her name is now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Use, use what you want. It's, it's a podcast. You could say whatever you want. You could use whatever name you want. Um, I, don't, I mean, I, I don't know who last name right now, it's sorry. Alvarez, but I just okay. like it. I, uh, I just love, card. I just love shit getting all messed up.
0: Yeah. So he like, that was like the first thing that come out of his mouth, dude. And you don't understand, dude, that meant the world to me. That that son of a bitch, you seen seeing my bench press video. Like, so that was so cool for him to throw that out there. Like, I thought, that, I thought that like meant a lot to me at the time. Because I was super young, too.
1: He, um, I told him today that I was going on to do a podcast with Brian Friend and with Zach Rule. He knew exactly who you were. He had no fucking clue who Brian was.
2: Even though I've done a podcast. <laughs> even though we've done a podcast together before. He doesn't know.
0: me. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Man, he's a beast. He's a beast, dude. When he came back and won regionals, that that amped me up for like another year, probably like that, that behind the scenes with old Brook and, and then uh, um, uh, Josh was,
1: was a beast too. That was amazing that he did that. Yeah. And amazing. She did that. Okay. Hi, yeah. I think I've gone through all my questions. I think, uh, do you have anything for him, Brian? Do you want to bug him about any game stuff? Who do you think is going to, do you want to ask him who he thinks is going to win the games? Do you
2: care what he thinks? I'm more interested in who he thinks is going to win his division of the open. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> is there anyone on there that's like, uh, that you know is going to give you a challenge? Yes. I, I lost Wadapalooza two years
0: ago, too, dude. And he signed up this year? He signed up this year. He is a fucking monster, dude. Like, beast. He got still lungs. He said, got three loans. <laughs> what's,
2: what's, what's his name? Tommy Miazga. Miazga, yeah, yeah. That's the only other, other name on this list I recognize also. So you don't he, even want to say his name, huh,
1: Zach? Like, you don't, you're don't. you like, yeah, he's a beast, but you don't even want to say his name out loud. No,
0: no, no, I don't mind. No, no. The dude beat me fair to square, man. Um, he beat me. like, But, um, yeah, he whooped my ass that year, man.
1: And, and, and where is he stronger than you? In what areas? Just that third lung of his? Not, he's definitely not stronger than me. He's just got more lungs than me. This is the clip I'm using on my Instagram. He's definitely not stronger than me. Okay,
0: So the, the first event was a three mile wheelchair push and an eight hundred meter swim. He's a Paralympian swimmer. Who do you think's taking that?
2: Damn. That's why I need a full test. The Open's gonna be probably better for death. Right. But no.
0: So so like I knew I was losing
2: that one, but like on
0: that event, I, I thought that man, maybe if I could. I, I went about that event. I think I made a, I mean, I don't think I'd have won that event no matter what, right? But I think I could have did a lot better if I played it. I was smarter because my game plan was just... Because I, I know I'm better at pushing a wheelchair than him because I played wheelchair sports, right? And then he just now... He just now got in a wheelchair so I knew I had my chair... My chair skills were a little bit better than his, right? And I could push one faster. than him. So the three-mile push, I stayed on his... I'm talking about Like, if he looked behind him, I was a cut hair away from him. Seriously, I was right there, right? And... And the last, um, sorry, I got something here. Sorry, the last mile. The oh, uh, sorry, the last mile of the. Damn, stop calling me. Sorry, my, sorry. People are calling me like. <laughs> I love it. All right, so the last mile of it, I just took off. Like I took off, right? Which I should have left out. Right when the race started, I should have took off like a bat out of hell and gave myself some separation to get ready for the swim, right? My dumb ass did not do that. So, like, I got a little bit into the swim, and here comes his ass. I'm talking about when he passed me up on a swim, he looked like he was Jesus walking on water, bro. That son of a bitch is so fast, I thought it was a seal.
1: How often do you practice your swimming?
0: When I go to Splash Town once
1: a year. Oh, shit, that's it? <laughs> That's pretty much it, man. How old were you when you learned how to swim? Like three or four. Okay. And was it easy? Did it come easy? I don't even remember. Oh. All right.
0: I don't even remember. Yeah. I I mean, I remember like, I remember them trying to like teach me like little shit, like, you know, hold your breath, try to float. And I, and I already got that down. I remember like, this is stupid.
1: I remember learning how to swim. I think I was like five years old my mom held me like this, like a, a piece of wood in the pool and then told me to close my eyes and hold my breath and let me go. And I floated. I was like, all right, I'm, oh, good, to, shit. I'm good to go.
0: Yeah. God, dude. Yeah. No, no, no. I didn't learn. I, I learned from like my folks, I think, but I, we had a, a, a German shepherd at the time. And if you jumped in the water, the German shepherd was trained to like pull you out of it or whatever. So like, like, I guess like I just gave it a run one day and I kind of like broke my fear. Like I just went and jumped off the balcony and then the in the water. <laughs> the dog came and saved my ass. I was like crying. I wasn't scared to swim. Really.
1: He was actually, he was uh, used to get, um, packages out of the water that were dropped from plane overhead. Mm-hmm.
0: And then people, uh, like, yeah, I've, I've, I've done that. Uh, I've, i learned how to swim at a young age, but i never, um, I never. I don't think I've had that many lessons on it. Though I don't think I ever did lessons on them.
1: So you don't train. So you know that there's going to be swimming in Wadapalooza and you don't just start hitting the pool two hours a week or three hours a week. You just are like, fuck That's it, crazy. no, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: I mean, I mean, look, dude. It's like you know, Rich Froning walked one event. Remember?
1: But he didn't so. train to walk it. He didn't train to walk it. I'll the <laughs> he, just, he just he just had like a, he just blew a gasket or something. He Dude, had I, remember,
0: I remember the first year at water it was so, it was so bad that, you know, the lifeguards are on jet skis, you know, they're like kind of going around, you know, at all times and shit. And I can only imagine how stressful it is for, for them, because it's, I feel like it would be super easy to lose a cripple. You know what I'm saying? Like we just, we get hung up and shit. So, um, Like, I remember I was drifting off so bad. They were kind of like, hey, you need to come back to the left. And I remember I was backstroking, bro. I was like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Like, I was dying, dude. I held on to the buoy for like 10 minutes the first
1: time. Good times. Good times, baby. Zach, we're at 90 minutes.
0: All right, man. Sounds good. I had a pleasure talking to y'all guys.
1: Yeah. Um, thank you. You and Josh are my two favorite people. You may have Greg Abbott, but I have you and Josh Bridges to troll. I appreciate you for that.
0: I do got Greg, man, dude. Uh, I, I'm 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 throwing a thousand percent coming up. You just wait for this. Yeah, I got. So the footplate on my sports chair I got coming in is Greg Abbott's face.
1: Serious? Drop my yes, I'm serious. Awesome. Oh, stand by.
0: Can't wait, man. I can't wait. Just I mean if he don't respond to that, I don't know what he would respond to.
1: Well, thank you. That's a good way to end it. Brian, thank it. you. Yeah. Talk to you later.